Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
It's a beautiful song because there are many reasons why we should keep praising God. And today, as Pastor Nana said, it's a special day. It's part Thanksgiving service as a part of the, our normal second service. And it's a good thing to give thanks to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but when the weekend was approaching, you know, I used to pray in tongues a lot. Because anytime I go through the program, I could see that there are many things we have to do. But by the grace of God, incident free, everything worked well. And today, we haven't heard any bad news. Hallelujah. Amen. And it will never happen in the name of Jesus. Amen. I know a family when a wife passed away and the day that they were taking the body to the cemetery, the husband just said, I'm not feeling well. I'm not feeling well. It was Saturday night. By the time the new day came, the husband also passed away. But it will not be said about us. Amen. It will not be said about the Ocon's family. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Therefore, I want us to rise up onto our feet for a few moments just to just say a word of thanks unto the living God. Yes, thank Him. Yes, thank Him. I never lost my hope. We will not lose our hope. I never lost my joy. We will not lose our joy. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give you the glory, O oh Lord. You are Thank you for being in our place. Yes. I worship you. Yes. I worship yes.
we bless your name. You are the way maker. We bless your name, O oh God. Thank you for how far you have brought us. Thank you for your goodness and your mercies. Thank you, Lord. As we have come before you and we are coming to say thank you, O oh God. May we experience your joy. May we experience many, 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 many hope, O oh God. May we experience your mercies, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. May we experience your the strength from you. May we experience your comfort, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, as I share the word of God, may you open our eyes into the scriptures. Encourage us. Thank you. Thank you. Strengthen us, O God. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, and let the saints say, Amen. Please take your seat in the presence of the living God. Hallelujah. Well, I want to welcome all of you to the Kodesh Family Service, Manhattan Branch. And for those who may not know me, my name is Kwame Owusu-Deko. I'm the resident pastor, the new resident pastor for this church. I'm sure some of you may be wondering, but Reverend Dr. Wasay said, our brother was his friend. Yes, it's true. Reverend was here, and we have swapped places. Hallelujah. Um, now he is in Newark branch, and I am here. Hallelujah. But I understand that many people will be flying out today. So I promise you I will keep the service brief. Latest by 1.15 we'll be out of here. Is it long? Hallelujah. And then the lunch also remember um, at the community center, I believe, where we had the one week, and everyone here, you are being invited. And for those who will not be able to make it to their place, we as a church also, we have put some light refreshment together for you. Hallelujah. So I believe that God will encourage us. I want us to read the Bible, Jeremiah chapter 29. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 10. First, give us new, give us the amplified version. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 10. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you and keep my good promise to you causing you to return to this place. Hallelujah. I want to share with you what I call living for Christ, living for Christ, our only hope. Hallelujah. It says that for thus saith the Lord, when 70 years are completed 
for Babylon, I will visit you and keep my good promise to you, causing you to return to this place. Brothers and sisters, Babylon in those days represent difficult place. It was representing a limitation because the people of God were in captivity. They were in a difficult situation. Hallelujah. And God said, it will be 70 years and I will come back. Hallelujah. I want you to compare these 70 years with the many, 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 many years that the people came back to Jerusalem that we still have them there. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And verse 11, please. It says, For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. The thoughts and the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. Thoughts are for I know the thoughts, that, the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says mm-hmm. the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare. For welfare. And peace. And peace. And not for evil. And not for evil. To give you hope in your final outcome. To give you hope in your final outcome. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, as I said, they were in Babylon. It wasn't a place that they wanted to be. It was an experience that they did not want to find themselves in. Are you with me? It was what they experienced in life. And it is not something that they wanted to have. But somehow it happened. Hallelujah. There are times that in life, as we go through life, there are many things that happen to us that we do not like to have or we do not understand. You know, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but any time that we lose a dear one like our brother, I have many questions. Hallelujah. I ask myself questions, and I think even at the place, somebody said something like that. But I always encourage myself, and I say to myself that one day, since I will meet the person again, and I meet Jesus, I will ask Jesus. Hallelujah. So, God said, I know the plans, the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, say the Lord, the thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil. Hallelujah. I want to encourage all of us here. God has good plans for us. Hallelujah. God has peace for us. Yes, it may not be what we would like to see or like to hear and like to know. But he still, he still has at, us at, uh, you know, in his heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. And, you know, I said that the title is Living for Christ, Our Only Hope. Paul said in Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, he says something that is very, very encouraging. And I want all of us to have hope in the verse, the previous verse that we read, good plans, good thoughts, good things, and in the final outcome, from God to us. Hallelujah. And this is the hope that I want us to have. Paul said, Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, uh-huh. to whom God was pleased 
to make known how great for the Gentiles mm -hmm. are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ within and among which you. Which is Christ within, within and among, among us, the, the hope, hope of realizing the glory. The hope will come to pass. Amen. Glory means victory. Amen. Glory means beauty. Amen. Glory means success. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We will experience that glory. We will experience that victory. Amen. We will experience that success. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes. Because sometimes when the hope is deferred, the Bible says that it makes the heart sick. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because hope is like a vision. It's like a promise. It's like something that you are expecting. You know, can you imagine that somebody who, maybe somebody has promised you a car or a job. And every time that you ask the person, the person says something. And then the thing that you will be hoping for never comes. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that when something like that happens, it makes the heart sick. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. You know, you become discouraged. Mm. You become disappointed. You become dismayed. You become frustrated. But that is not the God that we serve. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Some years ago, I met a very young lady, and I wanted to marry this lady. And I promised her, and I don't know why what came upon me. Mercy. One of the things that I said to her, I want you to come along with me. I will buy you white Mercedes Benz. <laughs> it was a promise. But I'm sure many of us, we have made such promises before. <laughs> and by the grace of God, we got married. And we have married for, this year will be 23 years. Hallelujah. And my, the Mercedes-Benz is yet to come. And these days, I have noticed that anytime I mention Mercedes-Benz, there's no joy. There's no hope. The person has lost hope already. <laughs> Why? Because the promise is coming from a human being. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. And God is saying that when I promise you hope, that promise is not coming from anyone. I have the thought, something good for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And Tina. God has something good for you. Amen. And I want to encourage everyone here, including the children, Samantha, Evan, Karen, Eddie Jr., mm. and Jeremy. Where is Jeremy? Jeremy, right there. God has something for you. Amen. You have not lost it all. Amen. Are you with me? You need to lift up your eyes and your head again. And begin to walk confidently because he is a loving God. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's read Hebrews. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 6, please. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, let us go Hebrews on. chapter 6, let's read from 17. 
And give me New Living Translation so that we can move fast. Verse 17. Mm -hmm. God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he will never change his mind. Can you see that? In Jesus he name. bound himself with an oath. When we were young, you know, as kids, any time that we are playing with our friends and we want to give them something, we tell them, give it what they want. We want them to give us something. We tell them that, give it to me. I promise, I swear, by daddy, by mommy, I will give it back to you. How many have done before? <laughs> Hallelujah. That is an oath. And God is saying, and many times, sometimes when we are strong and we get the thing, we don't give it back. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. God is saying that, God, the Bible is saying that God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he will never change his mind. Right. I can easily change my mind and not buy the Mercedes Benz, but God will not change his mind. Your manager can say that Amen. as you are here, you know, the job, you will not lose your job. Amen. Just for you to enter on Monday to know that even some of your colleagues, they have allowed them to leave, to go. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Where I work, last year they promised that we don't have enough technical experts, so they will not allow um, people to leave again. Just for me to find out on Friday that the first quarter, many people were allowed to go. Mercy. That is human being. Verse 18, Pastor Nana. Verse 18. Mm -hmm. So God has given us both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible he for has, God to lie. He has promised, he has given us two things. His promise and his, and his hope, his oath. Uh-huh. These two things are unchangeable. They will not change because it is impossible for God to lie. For God to lie. He has said in his word, I have exalted myself above my word. Are you with me? Yes. If he has exalted himself above his word and we are reading his word, that means he cannot change his mind. He cannot change his word. What he says in his word, that is what will come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the next one, please. Therefore, therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can take new courage. Wow. For we can hold on to his promise with confidence. Uh-huh. Verse 18. That's verse, verse 19. 19. This confidence is like a strong and a trustworthy anchor for us, for our souls. It leads us through the curtain of heaven into God's inner sanctuary. Let me read 19 from the Amplified Version. It says, if you can also show it to us. Now we have this hope as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. It cannot slip and it cannot break down under whoever steps upon it. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. It cannot slip and it cannot break down. Hallelujah. The hope cannot break down. There are many great days ahead of you. Amen. There are many great joy and peace ahead of you. Amen. I want you to lift up your head, Uncle Clement, and 
know that God is with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Amen. And it is very important because when things like this happen, Satan comes to minister to us. And Tina, for all these days, I always say to myself, thank God for all the loved ones here that they have been around you. But after today, after next week, after next two weeks, around 1 a.m., around 2 a.m., around 3 a.m., that is the time I would like you to remember this message. That the hope, Christ, living for Christ as you have done, that is the hope for your glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans 5.5. 5. Romans chapter 5, verses 5. Such hope never disappoints or dilutes. Such hope never disappoints or dilutes or, dilutes or, or shames, us. shames us. For God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That's it. Amen. It will not disappoint. It will not dilute. It will not. And it will not shame. We will not be ashamed. Hallelujah. Amen. We will not be ashamed. Romans 15, 13. Romans 15, 13. Romans 15, 13. Mm-hmm. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound. By the power of the Holy Spirit we may what? Abound. Abound and be and overflowing. Be overflowing bubbling and over, then bubbling over, over with, with what? Hope. With hope. We will bubble, bubble over with hope. Amen. We will abound with hope. Amen. The hope will overflow. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 9 verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10. Mm-hmm. Or does he speak certainly and entirely for our sakes? Mm-hmm. Assuredly, it is written for our sakes. Because the plowman ought to plow in hope. And the treasure ought to treasure in expectation of partaking of the harvest. Hallelujah. Amen. Plowing and treasuring, they are difficult things. Difficult situations, sometimes you can't see your way forward. Mm. When you plow... It's a hard work. It's a difficult thing. Yeah. When you go to read the Bible, they say that the Israelites went to the threshing floor. It's a, most of the time, it, is, it was a difficult thing. Hallelujah. Amen. But God is saying in his word that the treasure ought to thresh in expectation. And that is the hope of partaking of the harvest. There is, an, there is a harvest waiting for us. There's a harvest waiting for the family. God cannot take without giving. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he gives. Hallelujah. To us. 1 Corinthians 15. Because I want us to read this verse. Because. 
First, our hope should not only be in this life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Here on this earth. Yes, please go ahead. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. And now, verse 15, 19. 15, 19. Thank you. Please. 19. If we who are abiding in Christ have hope only in this life, and that only is all. Only in this life. Uh-huh. And that is all. And that is all. Then we are all of... please pause. You see, I'm saying, I'm talking about hope. I'm talking about expectation. I'm trying to encourage each or all of us here. But I want us to know that this hope mm. is not for only in this life. And that's why Paul is saying, if we, if we who are abiding in Christ have hope only in this life, and that is all, then we are of all people uh -huh, most measurable. Hallelujah. And to be pitied. Hope, why this one? It looks like a little bit contradictory, you know, in everything that we are, we've been talking about. But Paul is saying something here that I want to ask to consider. And he is saying that the hope we have is for only this life. Because the reason being, you agree with me that we have, we abide in Christ, but those who probably do not know Christ, sometimes they have things that we do not have. They have houses that we do not have. Sometimes they have money that we do not have. They have jobs, companies that we do not have. Hallelujah. But Paul is saying that that is not all. The hope we have on this earth should not end here. If it ends here, then we are of all people most miserable and to be pitied. Why? Philippians 1. New Living Translation from 20 to 24. Philippians chapter 1. Why? Philippians 1, 20 to 24. 20, please. Verse 20. Uh -huh. For I live in eager expectation. That is hope. And hope that I will never do anything that causes me shame. Yes. But that I will always be bold for be Christ. bold for Christ. As I have uh -huh. been in the past. As I have been in the past. And that my life will my always life will honor Christ. always honor Christ. Whether I live or I die. Whether I live or I die. Amen. If you put the summary together, everything that everybody said, you go through the tributes. I think it summarizes this part that my life will always honor Christ. His life honored Christ. That's why we said many great things. Those who even didn't get opportunity to write, they wanted to say something. Because there are many things. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And that is what Paul said. The things should not end here. Hallelujah. The next one, please. Verse 21. Mm -hmm. For to me, living is for Christ, and dying is even better. It's even better. The next one, 22. Verse 22. Yet if I live... Mm -hmm. That means fruitful service for Christ. I really don't know which is better. 
That means fruitful service for, for Christ. Christ. I really don't know which, which is, is better. If I live. That means brothers and sisters, I want to say that if you are sitting here and you can hear the voice of God this afternoon, God is saying that if you live, you, have, you are sitting here, that means you have grace to stay Amen. on this earth. Amen. And you should have a fruitful life. A fruitful life. Service Amen. for Christ. Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. The next one. Verse 23. Mm -hmm. I'm torn between two desires. Sometimes I want to live. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I long to go mm -hmm. and be with Christ. Mm -hmm. That will be far better for me. Mm -hmm. Verse 24. Mm -hmm. But it is better for you that I live. It is better for you that I live. Hallelujah. So that I will bear fruit for Christ. Hallelujah. Why do we have to bear fruit? We read it in Revelation chapter 14. We read it Friday and I want us to check it, check it out again as I'm about to end. Amen. Revelation chapter 14 from verse 12. Revelation chapter 14, verse 12. Let's read 13. Verse 13, mm -hmm. please. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, write this down. Write means that it's important. Don't but, forget. Don't let it go. Keep note. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. And then it says, Blessed are those who die in the Lord mm -hmm. from now on. Mm -hmm. Yes, says the Spirit. Uh -huh. They are blessed indeed. Uh -huh. For they will rest from all their toils uh -huh. and trials. Uh -huh. For their good deeds follow them. Their good deeds. Give us King James. Ve Revelation 14, 13. Mm -hmm. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, mm -hmm. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Mm -hmm. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors. They may rest from their, their labors. labors. And their works do follow them. Brothers and sisters, all of us here, almost every day, we go through what the Bible is describing here. Why is it labor? Because we will spend time. Number one. Number two. We will spend money. We go to work. You have to buy shoe. You have to buy cloth. You have to buy um, um, metro card. You have to buy lunch. You have to buy breakfast. And sometimes some of us, the time that we leave work, we buy dinner. Hallelujah. So you will spend time. You will spend money. You will, the next one, you will spend energy. Energy. There are times that I get tired. Not from serving the Lord. Even from serving the Lord is even much better. But for the work that I do. Hallelujah. Energy. Energy. You know, when AT&T was, we were working on 5G. We spent a lot of time thinking, thinking, thinking. And many of us will agree with me that when you think a lot, you get tired in your physical body. 
I'm sure if you have a doctor here, the doctor can explain the two. I didn't know until, you know, some of this, I started experiencing them. Hallelujah. You think you want to have high-speed internet that people, many people, can video stream without any glitch, without any hitch, without any issue. Hallelujah. You want to have quality network. How can you have that? You have to spend energy. And then the next one, you will be tired. Tiredness. At times, I, some of us, we get home. Look like a mushroom that has been exposed to fire. I always say to myself that if I have my own way, the person I live with, I will not like her to work. Because by the time she gets out of work to the house, you can see that you have almost nothing. The person is just tired for you. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Tiredness. And God is saying that the service is that you have to spend money, you have to spend time, you have to get tired, and you have to spend energy. And when you do that for me on this earth, then you will find rest. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Many times, when you talk about some of these things, I've heard many people saying, I don't believe in these things that we say that one day we will die and stand in front of Jesus and the works that we did will follow us. What shows? As someone just told me that who has died and come back again to come and tell us? But I would rather would like to believe and do it. That when I get there and it is not true, I have nothing to lose. The only explanation I can give or maybe say is like having Delta Airlines, their credit card, maybe Delta Gold, Delta Platinum, or BA, Chase credit card, or Delta American Express card. You know, when you use these two cars, that's what I know, use these two cars to purchase a ticket, airline ticket online, you know, the requirement is that you need to take the credit card with you to the airport when you are going to check in. Why do they do that? They want to prove that, you know, the card is yours. Hallelujah. So, for what I've said, you can also say that, but the credit card is mine. I purchased the ticket myself. I bought it myself. So, when I get to airport, once the ticket shows my name, Kwame Owusudeko, and I show my passport, you should be able to know that the ticket is for me. The, 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 the credit card I use, who showed my name, is also for me. Or, if they don't want to accept my passport, I can add my driver's license and prove but brothers and sisters, I've known one or two people who have gone to the airport and have come back home because 
they do not take the credit card with them. How many have seen somebody like that before? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Or, probably, you come from where originally I come from. And by the grace of God, um, um, the status has changed. So anytime that I'm going, I need to make sure I have the permit to go to where I originally come from. Hallelujah. You can also say that, look, look at my face. Look at my nose. Look at my heart. Look at even how I'm speaking. Is there anything showing that I was born here that I'm not from that place? Why do I need to have a visa? But instead of arguing, I would rather go for the visa and go to airport so that my journey will be smooth. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Brothers and sisters, I'm ending. And I'm saying that Lord, not only our hope should be in Christ on this earth. Let's think about the future. Let's think about when we are not here. The joy we had in our brother is what everybody said. The help. We know that by all means, he is resting in the bosom of Abraham because of the good deeds, because of the good works. Because of the good work. When people were reading the tribute and they were saying great things, I was praying for myself. I asked myself, Lord, can I also have the same thing? I have to think about myself. It's individual journey. We came alone. Even twins, one comes first. Even when you open the womb and you say you are a medical doctor, you want to take all the twins at the same time so that they can arrive on this earth at the same time. I don't know how possible. Dr. William, is it possible? You have to take one out and then later on, you take the another one out. Am I saying something, please? That is what it is. And we read in the on Friday, Revelation 20, 11 to 15. It said, and the books were opened. We can't have time to read them closely. Books were opened. Why books will be opened? God would like to find out if you have the right credentials to come to that place. Hallelujah. I don't know who decided in this earth, on this earth, that God has created the earth. And some people can say that those from other side of the world, they cannot come here. If you want to come here, you have to open books and check your name. Hallelujah. Amen. When we get to JFK, we see immigration officers. They open books. They try to find out if you have the credentials to come to this place. They try to find out where you are coming from. If no issue... Is following you. Hallelujah. Amen. I know a young man who found a wonderful lady. I'm ending with this story and was going to marry the person at the other side where we come, I come from. 
the person somehow at JFK, through the check-ins and all those things, lost his green card. When he got to Dubai, that is when he found out that he doesn't have the green card anymore. He called customer service at, at this place. They said they don't have. They checked everything they said they don't have. And you and I, we know that you don't have green card. How can you go to the other side and then even be allowed to board the plane again to come here? His job was at stake. His everything was at stake. He told me, Reverend, at that moment, my heart. And then my wife to be there said, that, let us pray. I said, it is not about prayer. We have to think. We have brought the green card. Why do we want to pray? And the wife, ins- the wife to be insisted, let's pray. And said, you pray. I won't pray. Then he said something. He said, I didn't know the prayer. Then I remembered when I went for the interview, they gave me a sheet of paper. And that sheet of paper came back to my mind. And my sister was following us to come to the wedding. And right there, I called from Dubai. I said, go to this place. In my room at this place. Bring me the sheet of paper. Then the sister brought the sheet of paper. They allowed him to board coming back after the wedding and everything and the animal. When they got to JFK, books were open. And they checked. Where is your green card? I said, I've lost it. What proof that you have a green card? I said, I have. Only sheet of paper I can use. The immigration officer said, stay here, I'm coming. When she came back, she said, be careful next time. Don't lose your green card. Go. Why? Because his name was found in the books. My question to all of us, brothers and sisters, will our names be found in the books? God will be the immigration officer. Why don't you rise up onto your feet as a close? What a word.
Brothers and sisters, we have an anchor. This anchor cannot fail. It's steadfast. It's firm. It, when it holds, it does not lose its grip. I want you to lift up your eyes and begin to see that someone greater than us who can strengthen us, who is giving us this hope, if we say encouraging us, it's not about Reverend Kwame, it's not about the word of God. He said, I've set my word above myself, therefore, I cannot deny my word. He cannot deny his word. You will experience this hope. I want to encourage the Oppon's family the hope, Jeremy, the hope, Evan, the hope, Karen, the hope, Antitina. The hope in God. Samantha, the hope. Eddie, the hope. That hope. That hope. Michael Clements. And now I, I, I know one of the brothers, Pius. All of you, there's only one hope that we have to hold on. God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. With all eyes closed, if you are here, as I said, if you stand in front of the immigration officer who, is, who will be called, will you be able to pass? Will your credential be okay? Your credentials be okay? I want to give you, I want you to ask yourself these questions. If you are here, you are not sure. I want to give you a chance to give your life unto Jesus. Give your life unto Him. Give your life unto Him. Give your life unto Him. Let's live in for Him. Our only hope. Our only hope. Our only hope. Our only hope. Many of us testify the joy we are looking for. The smile. Many of us were saying that our brothers smart and joined, they were contagious. I remember one of the Sundays that I worked the weekend. Worked the weekend deploying a software. And I rushed through the service. I came late. So after the service, I went to him. You know, right there at this place. I was going to the back. I said, Oh, Mr. Sorry today, I was late a little bit. He just smiled and said, Reverend, it's okay. Maybe you should have asked somebody or you should have delegated somebody. And I said, it's true. Next time, I will delegate somebody. It is not easy to come to church and the preacher is so late. And after the service, you can still smile at the preacher. Especially when you have something to do. Your face will show. But what can make us have, what can help us to have this joy? It's a Christ. Christ in us. The hope of glory. The hope of success. The hope of beauty. The beauty will come from within. And people will see you and say, wow, what a handsome person. What a beautiful person. 
If you are here and want to give your life unto him, lift up your hand. I will pray for you. I can see your hand. Just wave it. I will pray with you. We'll begin the be- it will be the beginning of great things coming into your life. If you are serious, raise up your hand again. Great things. Great things. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We bless you. We honor you. Thank you for your word. Thank you that we've never, we will never lose hope because we have you. Christ in us. The hope of glory, the hope of beauty, the hope of victory, the hope of success, the hope of winning all the time. Never lose. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Please take your seat in the presence of the living God. The soul. I want us to take our. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.